This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Joy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy! We talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Mike Tyler eat chicken wings? We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five-pound bag. He a normal dude. That's what you want. I mean, he's a normal dude. In a week where we've seen the actions of Twitter spawn into real life. Uh oh. You know where where the behavior online is uh, has taken the most prestigious stage of celebrity events uh, on a week where Ric Flair can start a feud with Mark Madden uh. in a week where all. Humanity, not humanity, but oh, what I'm, am I trying to say? I'm just saying. I, I'm that not sure. It's, it sounds like it's been a bad week. It's a bad week. Humanity is on a downward spiral. Okay, which is what Twitter's for, right? And it's it, well, it's it's Twitter coming alive. It's Twitter. Oh. It's like that Rampage movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Except okay. it's Twitter. Yeah, it, I, no, I, I believe that. Yeah, Twitter. I see. Twitter has gained sentience. Twitter has become. Twitter aware. has become aware. Has become real life. Okay, yeah, that 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 always made more sense than Skynet, anyway. And that who who knew that this was going to be yeah who knew our the matrix was going to be uh, in tweet form, <laughs> but we're here to try to put a stop to it. <sighs> it's what Jin's talking about the conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation, and it's a negative conversation. <laughs> you know, as you know, survey says three out of four. 
tweets from Steeler Nation are negative. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, which you didn't need the study for. You could simply read tweets about the Steelers. <laughs> yes, you didn't. You don't need a, a, a statistician's degree, <laughs> or uh, or you know, a doctorate in uh, from bookies.com <laughs> to know that we have the fourth most negative fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and we got to live up to that apparently. Yeah, and, day and after day we, we are day it. after day. <laughs> I'm your host Kyle Crace. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. You know, and and it's gotten so bad that you may have seen this week, this past weekend, that uh, someone actually uh, ranked the worst Pittsburgh sports Twitter accounts out there the jaggy awards now did he do it in terms of just like these are the worst or these are the worst in the context of negativity or they were it was pretty much worst in the in the context of negativity or just in in content in you know in spirit in attitude (laughs) all the things overall worst yes all the things we talk about so you know Mm -hmm. later in the show we are gonna have jim stam on to uh come in and explain the process behind these picks some of your some of our favorites made the oh, list oh i here. see okay good some old friends yes so uh so we'll get to that later in the show but right now uh lots lots to get to mm-hmm. uh in- including you know hey i know a lot of people don't think it's a mystery i still think it's an unsolved mystery who will be our quarterback in 2022 it's definitely an unsolved mystery QB22, where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. All right, so all the, you know... Coach Tomlin is down. They're doing these owners' meetings, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and everyone wants to talk quarterback because that you know it's 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 still the main story, right, in Pittsburgh. Yes. A new a new quarterback, a new uh, a new regime, if you will. It, it's going to be the main story until they find the next Hall of Famer. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's get to the tweets <whistles> at by Kimberly A. This is uh, Kimberly A. Martin. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin was asked about the flurry of offseason moves and teams being so willing to part with significant draft capital to acquire QBs. Uh, and the quote from Tomlin, we have a definitive business model. We don't care what the Joneses are doing. Uh, you know, in, in retrospect, we were kind of on this uh, hype train for a while with uh, Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and Russ Wilson and even mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield for a minute. <laughs> but should we have known better? Like, uh, we're, the the Steelers' business model is not to get rid of draft capital. Right. Exactly. Yes. That's which is something we all more or less intimated. And so, yeah, that's why they, the idea is to save that draft capital as much as possible, but still to find a quarterback. That's also why, I mean, not to open that can of worms, the idea of getting Baker Mayfield is not Im, a, a totally impossible just because if the Browns do cut him and you don't have to give up much anything in terms of money to get him, then yeah, sure. Throw him onto this pile of QBs that were, you know, stacking for the winter hibernation. <laughs> but yeah, it, so the idea, yes, this is they do have a definitive business model. Very few do. <laughs> uh, Colbert kind of backs up what Tomlin is saying. Here's B at B Pryor, Brooke Pryor. On a conference call, Steelers GM Kevin Colbert says they didn't want to give up draft capital in adding a veteran quarterback, taking them out of the trade market. This was the reason why they pursued Mitch Trubisky so aggressively. In hindsight, it seems like, duh, Mitch should have been 
uh, maybe our number one the whole time. We were thinking Garoppolo, but but uh, it, that was all. That was not. That was not going to be the case. Well, just you're right. Just because of how much it would cost to get them in terms of not just draft picks, but Garoppolo's the money too. I mean, that's a pretty big contract over there in San Francisco. Uh, I mean, it, 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 I think we a lot of us kind of talked about it. it. Came down to even before this, Mitch and Jameis Winston and Winston coming off the injury, and also you know, I mean, as, as much as it's like okay, what did Tomlin and Colbert mean? Usually they tell you what. You, what they mean and Tomlin said some of the fact that well Trubisky's one of the free agent yeah. guys he's won a lot I mean Winston has a lot of talent but he also went out there and lost with more or less the same guys Brady won the Super Bowl with minus Gronk so you know yeah yeah um all right so let's move on to how about at PGH Steelers now Steelers now don't expect Mike Tomlin and the Steelers to hand Mitch Trubisky the starting quarterback job there certainly will be competition. We do believe that he has the talent to win the job, but he's going to have to win it. This was my question as soon when we uh, when we got brought Mitch in. Uh, with the salary that we paid him, right. it's, he's, it's not. It's not a. We're not ordaining him QB number one. Are Absolutely we? not. No, that, that, that you're, that's a guy that he'd be an expensive backup quarterback. But if someone outplays him, it's something you can more than afford to have him sitting on the bench. And again, that in and of itself is another reason not to have tried to trade out for somebody because you would have had to start that guy because of what you would have had to pay him. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you bring in a, a Deshaun Watson. There was no bad. Or even no Jimmy QB G. No even QB Jimmy battle. G. Yeah. I mean, even determined, hey, I hope the guy bounces back from that shoulder thing. But geez, you know. And now they can't get rid of him because then right. uh, then someone like Seattle is going to scoop him up in division. And exactly. So they're stuck with this uh, $20 million salary, just like kind of Baker Mayfield is stuck mm-hmm. over there. With, not, mm-hmm. not that he's got a $20 Until million. Until you trade it on pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Yes. All right. This isn't uh, what Yin's dog pounding about. Let's... Um, <laughs> Let's say barking, let's, barking about. Oh, what's in barking about? Let's um, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about Mace. Okay. At Mel J seven forty. This is from Mel. <laughs> I'm shocked at the amount of Steeler fans who believe in Mason Rudolph, and I don't and I don't mean want him to do well. I mean actually believe he can be a good QB one. Uh, I mean, color me in the want him, want him to do well. I want to yeah. see uh, I want to see a real fierce battle. I don't want to see uh, uh, victory by default. You know, right. victory by concession. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see. Uh, you know, it comes down to the third or fourth game in the preseason. You Absolutely, know? and we're and we're living on every moment. And this is the most fascinating preseason since Ben, you know, was was drafted. And yeah, you want I want Mason to be as good as possible in those games just to push it to the end. And hey, if he beats out Mitch, he beats out Mitch. I mean, that's where it is. I I can live with that. It's you know, I I I I also can't really determine someone's absolute upside from here at the end of March, uh, having not seen. <laughs> them play in a real offense that was designed for them i don't think that's a small small thing yeah we've got six months right to talk about mitch and versus mace right i mean you know five i think five, five months five. okay I'm not- please don't give me an extra month of having to do this <laughs> that, that's the only reason i corrected you well you know uh is uh you know we're giving we're gonna give mason one more shot sure. at qb1 mm-hmm. and because of that i think we should give him one more shot in front of the mic he was he was oh, back good. Back Good. on this time, he was on Rich Eisen show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, last time who was? Oh, last time it was Jim Rome, and man, he didn't he didn't pass the uh, he didn't pass the promo test, as okay. they say in the WWF. Oh, I think. he didn't. Oh, okay, he needs some of that media training. Yeah. So, so okay. uh, here he is with uh, Rich Eisen, who who wants to know what his current status is. So, what do you think your status is for the Steelers as you and I are sitting here yeah. right now? What? My status is. Uh, you know, finally having the ability to compete to be the starting quarterback. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm- 
finally having the ability to compete at the starting quarterback. I mean, you know, not the most uh, that that's technically correct, but man, I you know, not really putting that best foot forward. Well, well Grammarly would have found some issues with it if you've run it through <laughs> that on your computer. But the point I, I I think is what is great about it is it's a line that nobody noticed. Like it's not it didn't start no controversy. It wasn't fire. I wasn't yes. Like I'm go I'm going to be I'm going to crush him. I'm a start there in that first game. It's no. It, I, I like that. It, I, I got the feeling for base that he, he he practiced that one a couple times in the mirror. It wasn't the equivalent of uh, hey, this guy got Sammy Coates' spot, not mine. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It was. It wasn't uh, Sammy Coates, but it also wasn't that I didn't feel Mason was searching for the line as much as possible. Like as, the prior things before, this sounded like something he'd said it a couple times. He had it clear in his mind. He knew that he knew that question or something similar to it was coming. So he ran it and he got it right. Okay, well, you know, he then the follow-up was uh, about his relationship with Coach. Okay. What's your relationship with Tomlin like? What? Great. He's uh, he's he's had my back, you know, for a long time. What? And uh, we have a lot of informal conversations that are fun. He's, he's A lot of informal conversations that are fun. You know, those fun, informal conversations that two men have with each other. Uh, Is uh, is Mason in the reboot of Small Wonder? What's what's happening? I don't know. I mean, I suddenly gained an insight into all of my platonic friendships. You and I have a lot of informal conversations that are fun. I feel like I should mark those now every time I have them with another man. Would you rate this informal conversation we had as fun? um, Man, I how did uh, how, you, this? Someone broke up with this guy two weeks ago. Um, and for I mean, I, it, it 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 does. It, it is one of those things. It's like five words to say one. We talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, well, let's keep going. He's a master of psychology. What? Do you mean? what? He he's got relationships. We've all been on teams where coaches are CEOs and mm-hmm. they kind of hang back in the shadows and. What? Uh, how many? Mason's been on one team, right? What, what are these teams that he's been on with these shadowy CEOs in the background? I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like maybe like I was gonna say like well maybe in Pop Warner, but then like are you really thinking as an eight year old like man my coach is really like a CEO today? He's just hanging out in the shadows. Also, that's really not like an analogy that makes sense. Like I mean may, I know we're all I mean not necessarily we're all used to like Jeff Bezos or something, but like the CEO isn't somebody that hangs out in the shadows. They're not a Batman villain. Like it, you know. No, yeah, no, it's uh, Bruce Wayne is the man out front, right? <laughs> right it's right. Batman who's uh, it, I mean I guess it, again it's one of those things 20 words to say like he's hands on. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's keep going. He yes. does a great job of uh connecting to me he's asking what? you Hey, how's your brother doing? Uh, you know, Mason in Hollywood. How's 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 his acting? So he wow, what a personal guy. You know, how's your brother doing? That sounds like <laughs> what any other uh, human being might say to another. Would <laughs> say. I mean, it's. I mean, I can say in the context of if you're working a job where there's a lot of other employees, many of which are higher ranked than you, and the boss does occasionally ask how your brother's doing, the actor in Hollywood, which again is fascinating to me. I just found this out that Mason's brother's an actor in Hollywood too. God bless him. I hope we encounter each other in an audition someday. But um, but yeah, I you know I, I could see that being like a kind of thing you'd remember and you'd ask your pal about you'd mention like hey 
hey, you know, the boss asked how the brother's doing. But um, but yeah, but that is also something we've heard a million times, though, from other players that aren't Mason, Mason yeah. where the, the Tomlin's asked about something. And to us, this seems like a normal thing. Maybe it's not as much in football. I don't know. It, yeah, but uh, the other players are a lot more impassioned about the when they're talking about this relationship where mm -hmm. Mace is really just kind of like, yeah, he, you know, he asked me about my brother. Wait, wait till hold on. Just let's, sure. let's get to the uh, coup de gras here. He's just uh, master psychology, as I said, and what? and very personal with his players. Okay, so, so he's kind of messes with your head a little bit. Or, or is he no, no. Well, well, we we both give each other crap. Well, how kinda... do you how do you give Mike Thomas? Okay, here, here we go. Does, here's the bad it's boy. Because I had five questions yeah. before that. I'm glad you cut me off. Here's the bad boy, right? How does Mace mess around with Tomlin? Finally, we're, we're seeing the fawns emerge. <laughs> How does the bad boy treat Mike Tomlin? Um, uh, no, I mean, he, well, he'll, he'll, uh, you know, he'll talk about uh, on those days where I would get the reps, okay. Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Um, what? You know, let's go, Rudolph. This is your day. You know, this is this is your this is. Mm -hmm. But I'll put the helmet on quickly, and you'll say, "Oh, you got your you got your ball cap on today, Rudolph. You mm -hmm. think it's your day." Mm -hmm. So, it's, so uh, that's your. <laughs> I don't like it's. Uh, dude, it sounds like Tomlin is treating him like a four year old. I don't know what's like. Oh, you got your cap on. It's it's your day, Mason. Like, <laughs> I I think, and it's it's again having because we have some history of understanding Tomlin doing this the way he he. It's not you know it, it's the lightest kind of teasing possible. Like ah, you think you're gonna play today, huh? You got your little hat on. <laughs> gonna go out there throw the football. I mean, I can imagine my dad saying something like that. But it um, but the idea. Well, I guess the thing. And what's not mentioned is that Mason's way of giving him crap is to put the helmet on quickly and just go out there. Like his his way of giving Tomlin crap is to simply avoid more of this teasing. As if I mean it's because I mean the right. I mean tell me if I'm misreading that, but it also says like the way Mason like I, I and this is again reading way too much into this little clip is that maybe before all this it very much could have been like okay it's Wednesday or Thursday Mason's getting ready and Tomlin's like so you're gonna put your little hat on you're gonna go out there you're, you're maybe thinking about playing some football today you could be the quarterback. It's Wednesday. It's, it's quarterback your Wednesday. It's, it's your day. day. Quarterback Wednesday and Thursday. Ben. See, Ben, he's over there. He's going to watch. Why don't you put on a hat? And then Mason quickly put on his hat to, and subsequent days to try and tamper that down, and it didn't quite happen. The, well, uh, you know, it just, it's, it's, uh, it, it sounds like an awkward, it sounds awkward, you know? Well, what it sounds, <laughs> see, I, I, it sounds awkward from one side, I yeah, guess. Like, yeah. I totally get Tomlin does this kind of thing with a whole bunch of people, including like, then yeah. for many years and like someone that's less awkward than Mason like kind of plays along with it and rolls along with it like okay coach <laughs> I'll put my hat on we'll see what happens or okay you got it wait till I show you what happens when I put this little hat on where as opposed to just putting the hat on and scurrying onto the field it, it, uh, it kind of puts in context remember the video a couple weeks back of uh, Ben dunking on Clem in mm -hmm. the uh, locker room and you know everyone's having a good time uh, Tomlin is there coach Clem mm -hmm. Roethlisberger but then the one dude kind Kind of, kind of out of the out of the fun is Mace there, you know, and he's kind of like doing his homework, sticking to the yeah, yeah, the yeah, books. yeah. I think it's it's. I mean, I I never thought that we'd get to the point where like you, you begin to wonder if Mason can be the the quarterback of this team because he's too much of a nerd. <laughs> like that's where I never thought we'd be. I it's just it, you know I know we've been judging him these last couple weeks on his media savvy, but mm -hmm. it just it just doesn't sound like. Mace has the gabagool. You know, he just 
doesn't have right. But by that same token, we can't judge this whatsoever. I mean, no, imagine no. for how many years if we, you know, if if the Steelers instead draft Eli Manning. If he'd been yeah, the team quarterback, yeah. and we're dealing with his media appearances where this man has has to be carried by his brother on that television show. Like, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, we'd have been doing this for 14 years, goofing on Eli, being in the media and talking to you like this. I'm very fired <laughs> up to play the Browns this week. Like, it, you know, so I, I, I'll be honest. After I, I root for Mason even more after these things because I hope we get to keep goofing on this for a long, more long press time. More press conferences. Right, these are just a hoot. To have, him, to have him go out there and have to deal with, like, Paul Zeiss or something? Oh, man, that would be fun well you know uh but the only way we can have mace be qb1 is if we don't draft mm. a qb in mm. round one maybe mm. let's uh let's play the music it's time to talk mock drafts moxie we're in the we're in the peak are we in the peak if it gets well, any we're more less than a month to go right? if it gets any yeah. worse than this i'm uh, i'm not gonna be able to keep up i'm not hold on let's go I've seen these mocks choose these different names all over the web, but it's all the same. Mock. And you can analyze the situation. To me, these mocks are just mental masturbation. That means you're just playing with yourself. There's only one way. There's only one way to mock. Wow. It's, it, it, again, for those of you that don't get to see this, Kyle <laughs> sings that one. It's not like the Scooby-Doo song where there's a recording he chimes oh, in. Oh, yeah. Kyle sings that originally every time. Live is, to tape. It's, 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 it's live for me. I hope you folks appreciate it as much as you should. All right. You know, the, the mocks are heating up. They're coming ha- hot and heavy. Uh, the main question from at S City Nation 412, Steel City Nation. Do you want the Steelers to draft a QB in the first round? 71.5% say no, mm. 28.5% yes. It, uh, I mean, I, I it, this is impressive to me because that means that, like, you know, the nonstop media reporting blitz of, you know, hasn't worn the people down yet. They haven't seen the Steelers entertain every quarterback who's at least reasonably <laughs> good coming into this draft, and it hasn't sold them yet on that. So good for the fans uh, sticking to the uh, no there. Well, I think it's just the ri- everyone realizes the risk of a QB in round yeah. one. You know, it, it's it's the fear of of missing mm-hmm. more than than uh, reaping the rewards of hitting here and, and you know? i imagine you'd have seen this for a, 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 that, that you know even if they don't draft a qb and it's and who knows what the next season holds or something i imagine these numbers are always going to stick around that simply because of the risk reward like you said yeah yeah uh in fact we here's uh, this seems to be a little inside info from this is at alex kazora mike tomlin reportedly told liberty head coach hugh freeze the team would love to draft malik willis we just don't know if we can get him at 20 very telling yeah. right yeah that makes sense to me at um you know, and it's it's and it also is a good way for Tomlin to maintain the relationship with this freeze person is supposed to be like, yeah, your boy's great, but uh, you know, we're not trading up to get him. <laughs> uh, so that's definitely what that's what I take from this too, right? The yeah. implication that it's like it's like he's not he's not promising we're gonna do whatever it takes to get him. He's just saying, yeah. you know, we're not gonna get him where it is, right? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Well, and and and, uh, and following up from uh, Kevin Colbert kind of says the same thing. Mm-hmm. Here's at Mark Kabali, Mark Kabali, 
uh, DK Pittsburgh Sports. Yes. Uh, Kevin no, Col- he's at the Athletic no, now. Oh, at the Thank Athletic. You. Sorry. Uh, Kevin Colbert said they don't have to reach in the draft. Also said that doesn't mean they won't draft a quarterback. Did mention a handful of times of keeping their draft capital. So it looks like it's if they love a QB at 20, they would take him. But moving up, so not likely. Which is exactly what we said when the season ended. As soon as it came out that they were going to be at 20, that was what more or less everyone thought. So is it, I mean, so, but the implication is then you're kind of just settling for whatever QB is there. I mean, is that? Well, I, I, I guess it's, it's maybe if you're drafting a quarterback, it is, but I, I, I but it also implies to me that we don't have to draft a quarterback because then it's, it's, because then you're not, you're, I mean, I, it, it keeps them in that position of best player available, which is rarely how it ever actually goes, but it makes sense to me. It, um, I, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I mean, it, other than the top three or four guys, I guess anyone other than that would be settling. It's, it's, it's interesting. I hadn't thought of it in the terms of that word yet. It just, you know, because it's like, if you end up with, you know, the guy from Old Miss or the guy from UNC. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are, those are, first round graded quarterbacks according to all these mocks but not the hype that you know a Pickett or a Willis has so it mm. seems it kind of seems like it's just not as exciting I guess yeah I, I well it's just because all the things that you talked about mention how they don't have that big upside you know that that upside that they're going to become I don't know Pat Mahomes meets YA Tittle I'm not sure <laughs> but the upside goes but um you know if you if for all those people who really want Willis at Neil Kulong has this uh, tidbit teams that should have legit interest in Willis in the draft order. Number two, Detroit. Number three, Houston. Number six, Carolina. Number eight, Atlanta. Number nine, Seattle. Number 11, Washington. Number 12, Minnesota. That doesn't even include uh, the Saints, who I think are kind of in the market. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is seven potential teams that we would have to – you know, trade above if we want right. to. If you if you really want them that badly, I mean, I I keep thinking of, you know, trading up for a quarterback. It's 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 never worth it unless it's absolutely perfect. Like it sounds like <laughs> you know every time like some old person in in a romantic comedy talks about true love, like you know it's right and you have to do whatever you can to get it, like that kind <laughs> of thing. Like so yeah. So is this the one or can there be many ones? You know? Right. That's I, I think that's sort of what, and I think that's what they're trying to keep themselves open for. Can we compare it at all to the? to the Ben draft you know in that situation if uh you know we we settled uh, for the third quarterback out right. of the three you know if we really thought that um you know if we really thought the guy with all the kids River uh what Rivers. Kind of, Rivers River yeah if we really thought Rivers was the man and traded up for him mm-hmm. uh that who knows who knows how history would have played right out. or I mean it's or even the settling question if we're going by parallel dimensions the Browns take Roethlisberger to the Steelers draft what's the fourth guy JP Lausman or JL <laughs> Powlsman I always forget it but it's something like that he's the other guy that goes it's always like the trivia question who was the other first round pick from the 2004 draft and it's do they trade do they draft him I mean that would feel would feel like settling obviously almost two decades on well, some of the mocks are willing to have us if we if we really think Willis is the guy. Some of these mocks have us trading up. Um, USA Today's Doug Farrar has mm. us trading up to number five for Willis. Doesn't say what that'll give up, uh, I, which I imagine would be quite a bit. Well, Steelers Depot has us trading up to five in a mock this week for Willis in exchange for a first, a third, and next year's first. That's probably right. At, uh, well, you know, me. how do you how do you feel about that? So uh, I, I don't like it. <laughs> no, I don't prefer that at all. At, um, 
If they do that, that certainly means that they think he's the guy. That, no, that means he's the guy. That means that he means he's the guy. And everyone has staked their careers and their reputations to him being the guy. So you think that uh, Kevin Colbert's 20 years would be defined by the, if Malik, how Malik Willis uh, panned I, out? I think it would go a long way towards how we viewed him. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, that that's interesting. Can you imagine your career coming down to the last decision you made? Right, right, right. Yes. I mean, it's. But then again, I'm also not. I don't have that riverboat gambler kind of. Uh, uh, you know, I I get tense watching draft day, and that covers the Browns. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was their best draft day. Um, well, if you're not willing to go that high for Willis, how about uh, NFL.com's Chad Reuter has us trading up to twelve. For Ritter, and that just costs us next year's first. I I I I I think that would be the kind of circumstance where, where the fans would go and burn down the, <laughs> the you know the Southside complex. I mean, if they traded a next year's first round pick for a guy that like just months ago they'd been getting in the second round, <laughs> that that would have been like wow. It's what 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 kind of of what what happened here? What cratered? What went on? Like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, how about well, how about this? How about USA Today's Luke Easterling has us trade up to number 12 not even for a quarterback this is for jordan davis and uh this is uh in exchange for just a second today pick i mean it uh, that's one i guess you could sell just because it if the if the defensive lineman doesn't become what they envision this guy to be which is like i don't know like casey hampton gets into the ooze from the ninja turtles the way they talk about this <laughs> davis guy like maybe that, that 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 could work but it's that second day pick better be the third one <laughs> not a third round but then we're not getting sky more we're not right, getting uh, well no you're then you're then you're drafting sky more in the second see that's fine and then, oh okay all right uh, yes well and, uh, um you know i didn't think i thought you know we th- we thought a month ago that uh, the, all the possible players mocked to us have been chosen. But no, welcome to the Mock Wars. Uh, first time mocked to us from CBS Sports' Ryan Wilson. Welcome to the Mock Wars' Traylon Burks, wide mm. out from Arkansas. Okay. Um, I, You know, I don't think we... I, I, don't think we went to an Arkansas Pro Day, so I don't know if uh, we can count mm, that out yet. That would be tough. But I think we can definitely count this next one out. Welcome to the Mock Wars. Mock to us by Bru- Bucky Brooks at NFL.com. Jahan Dotson from oh. uh, Wide Up from Penn State. Penn State. We definitely did not go to Penn State's oh, okay. uh, Pro so Day. That, that rolls that one out. I, you know, if it, I would hope that my hope was as a Penn State alum, my, my hope was that Dotson would fall at 52. But, I see. Okay. And I, I feel like I'd heard that somewhere, that kind of thing occurring. You and, know, there's uh, so many wide outs, it seems. It just depends on how how these uh how these teams rank them i guess we'll find out on draft day um let's get to the mock tally here we're, we're just drowning in mocks the total tally now we've we're up to 29 players mocked to us in 141 mocks uh okay. the lead the leader we've had 20 mocks in the past week with uh, the leader of the packer is still malik willis with 24 okay uh, he gained six wow. this week he's the big uh, gainer yeah. yeah everyone is mocking malik willis to us he's uh mm. he's the beginner in fact they're all the all the main mocks are quarterbacks malik willis now 24 uh matt corral 13 he gained two kenny pickett at 13 he gained two wow ritter at 12 he gained two okay uh, Howell, Sam Howell, he gained one. He's at 10 now. Mm. Uh, and then after that, we have some of the O-linemen. Uh, Pen- Penning at 11, okay. Linderbaum at 8, Green at 6, Zion Johnson at 6. But I think we can kind of eliminate those based on pro day. I was going to ask if, if anyone went to the Northern Iowa pro day. Nope. It, uh, not, not, okay. Well, not a Colbert uh, Tomlin pairing, uh, at see. least. Okay. Um, you know, then we get down to Davis from Georgia with four, with five. Uh, Cross is a, is a, another tackle with four. Uh, Wyatt 
gained three this week. He's the defensive tackle oh, okay. from Georgia. And they were at Georgia, so that yeah. certainly stays in the running. And some of the locals, I think, have picked Wyatt. I think uh, Kabali picked him this okay. week. I think uh, Bouchette may have picked him this okay. week. Okay. So uh, some of the local guys are going with Wyatt now. And I think maybe that also might be a response to Davis's stock climbing so high. It, uh, yeah. That could be that, too. Um, also, let's see who else. Uh, let's we'll just name the names also named here. McDuffie has three. Uh, Strong, the the QB out of Nevada with two. Oh. Booth, the cornerback, two. Williams, the wideout, uh, two. London, the wideout from USC, two. Olave gained one this week. He's the wideout from OSU with two. Mm. And then we've got ten players with one. Wow. Um, if you go by the mocks, it's going to be a QB in round one. Yeah, I mean, it's the mocks and, you know, the visits. Yeah, and the visits. Although, if uh, we go by, I'll give the final word in the mocks to at FrazMoney93. <laughs> Chaz here just says, best player available, Steelers. Don't F around. That sounds good to me, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds good here at the end of March, sure. We haven't heard the quote yet in past, like, we believe there's 20 great players available for us. Oh, or something, okay. Well, you know? that is true. That exact, yeah, that that old, you know, that's a sign. That, it, was, it was a sign that season, draft season was upon us. When yeah. We robust that out. And it's like, always a sign that best, that's a kind of a best player available yes. quote. So mm -hmm. uh, we haven't heard that yet. But, hey, um, I don't know, a lot of draft, a lot of mocks to go still. Uh, and a lot of show to go to yet. That's we, right. uh, I promised you that we'd get to Jim Stam and the Jaggy Awards, the worst, the worst Steelers uh, in Pittsburgh sports accounts out there. Uh, we'll get to that in the second half. We'll also get to. Uh, I don't. Know, what else? Uh, there's uh, there's a lot to talk about. I don't know. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about uh, Ben's day at. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The, at yeah, the uh, uh, old Civic Arena, Arena yes. or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. Melon PPG, whatever it's called. Yes. You know the con the console enter. No, Cons what, yeah. It's okay. PPG Paints. It's PPG Paints. Oh. All right, we'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's the second half of what Jin's talking about. We we went deep on the draft and on QBs and all that. Let's uh, let's uh, well you know there's a mm -hmm. little there's a little Colbert uh, kind of couch Colbert actions going on. Let's uh, okay. Let's just quickly drop. Uh, let's go to at by Josh Carney. This is Josh Carney. Well well well. Tyron Matthew dropped a pretty interesting nugget Monday during a podcast stating that Mike Tomlin has in fact contacted him during free agency. Uh, you know, we haven't talked about this because it seems like this news could have break at any moment. We didn't want to kind of be behind it. But mm -hmm. uh, as the days and weeks go on with uh, with uh, Honey Badger not signing, uh, some of the talk, at least from the Steelers uh, local press, was like, ah, this will never happen. But it seems that it's true. Tomlin has been talking to him. Right. And it also seems like the, 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 the safety market's kind of lower than maybe we thought. I mean, it, it just feels like it's the kind of thing, which is what more or less happened with Witherspoon, Wallace, and Hayden, right? The Steelers were like, well, here's the contract. Somebody's taking it. 
Maybe it's you. (laughs) You know, that's that's true. And uh, I mean, look, speaking of Hayden, he's you know, he's still out there, too. In Mm -hmm. fact, Uh, and, um, you know, our guy. Why can't I think of our safety all of a sudden? Um, Minka or Edmonds? No, Edmonds is still out there. too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a contract out there for there's Matthew can take it. Edmonds can take it. It's out there. That's what it is. You can take it or not. Like, let's. Uh, all right. That's. Uh, that's really all I wanted to say about that stuff. Let's okay. move on to you know the, the the media still counting us out here in March. Oh jeez. We've got the new power rankings from ESPN. Uh, Steelers okay. are number twenty. Mm-hmm. They're down two spots actually in the past oh, week. Oh wow, we it was a tough week. Dropped sh- two spots in, without even uh, setting foot on a field. Wow, it's it's yeah. Every that's when you know you had a bad vacation when you fell in the power <laughs> rankings. Browns are 16, mm-hmm. Ravens 12, Bengals 5. Why are they counting us? Why are they putting us at the bottom of the division again? We keep proving everyone wrong. I, I guess. Well, we're not proving them wrong on vacation. We're not proving <laughs> anyone wrong on vacation. It's. Um, I, I assume that, the, the, I mean, it's also these power rankings can't change since they're based entirely on what happened at the end of the season. So the team that played in the Super Bowl and lost should absolutely be towards the top. Uh, the Ravens being at, at 12, I guess, is what? Lamar's healthier and the Steelers don't yet have a quarterback that we know is going to win and the browns ranking just feels so dependent on whatever ends up happening with the watson suspension yeah yeah we don't even yeah this, this guy's never hasn't even stepped on the field yet uh i don't you know i don't know never give up on the steelers i agree i agree way too early to be counting us out that low um you can't, <laughs> I, I don't think you can count someone out before minicamp i think that's 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 a good right? rule of thumb that's a yeah um how about at PFF Bet, mm. PFF's Bet Department, apparently. Mm-hmm. How many games will the Steelers win next season? The over-under is 7.5. Wow. At, uh, that's a losing record. That's a losing record. That would be 8-9 at... Um, Again, that's that's if I'm so glad you mentioned these things because if you believe in his team, get in on that now. Get yeah. the, get what that's locked in. Did you think if they're gonna go even nine and eight, you can make some money at um Exactly. I'm gonna bet the house. Can I I don't know. I mean <laughs> I, I mean I guess PFF bets legit as legit as anything else is, but it just seems like they would also be the kind of thing to be like, Well, we looked at the rankings and actually we can't pay you out even though you lost, you won. I, I I mean I'm sure that's not the case. I'm sure they're just wonderful folks over at PFF Bet who uh, would never do such a thing. But um but yeah, it's it's I guess I don't know. If, if, everyone, including Charlie Batch, basically has a webs has a betting website that they can push you to. Why are you at PFF bet because they're the ones given the that's true that, what am I saying yeah, yeah. I, give, yeah. I talked myself out of that fast absolutely that's go get on that eight me. to nine now yeah I, you know that'll be the last time that I address it. yeah me too I think I'm not I don't want that line to go up at all um well we got we got a new face uh in the black and gold this week um mm-hmm. at the real Sean 31 Sean Salmon the Steelers are signing linebacker Jannard Avery to a one-year deal. Avery is pretty good depth at a position that really needs it. He has career 7.5 sacks, although he also has a 12.2% missed tackle percentage okay. last year. Um, I, you know, this guy, like, I, if, if, at first it was like, where is he going to play? Well, he's not going to play inside. We got we're, The inside right. linebacker room is full right now. There's mm-hmm. Devin Bush. There's uh, Miles Jack. There's Spillane. I mean, even the special teamers, Marcus Allen and uh, Buddy. Is Buddy still in the room? Uh, Buddy's still around, yeah. So this guy's obviously going to be uh, an outside linebacker. Okay. Um, I mean, does this mean that the, that the era of Taco and Tusca is, is over? Well, I mean, I, I, I think it's good to bring in somebody to compete with Taco and Tusca. I mean, it's, as much as Tusca 
didn't seem quite as terrible as I thought they might be for a dude that the way they talked about him, like they signed him out of the tundra. Like he just walked out of the wheat field and onto the field at Heinz Field. It, um, but yeah, having to not pay a guy much. To, I, what I had read was that it just, and again, in skimming Twitter feeds, which is we prove week after week is the worst way to take any kind of information. Yeah. In. It's just that he runs around. It's just that this is a guy that's fast, maybe not a whole lot else. So he runs around a lot and competes with guys that maybe aren't quite as fast. So I can see that, that inside or outside. Well, if you look at uh, if you looked at what Eagles Nation had, okay. is that even the thing Eagles Nation? If you look at what I, I imagine that if anyone, having lived in Philly for four years, if anyone's going to compete with us for most negative Twitter threads about their <laughs> team, I believe in Eagles Nation. Well, the the, the reaction out of Philly was uh, at Mitty San. Hmm. I don't have to see Jannard Avery in Eagles threads anymore, and it was a hippo smoking a cigar. Okay, so that I think is a celebration. Okay, yes. And, and then at Jalen Rigors uh, tweeted, Garrett said uh, Jannard Avery's time in Philadelphia is done, and then had uh, a, a gif of the Clemson coach running full speed into the field, a big hype video. Okay, um. I, I, I can imagine if they brought this guy in to be a starter and he was missing all kinds of tackles in the NFC East, I can see responding that way. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, this guy isn't, uh, you know, don't don't buy your jersey. Don't buy your Avery jersey <laughs> right. just yet. Um, OK, so everyone knows that uh, social media moves, I mean, faster than Antonio Brown on McKnight Road. You know, right now we're all still talking about the Oscars. But before that, <laughs> there was Ric Flair versus Mark Madden in an epic meltdown. Crazy. But before that, uh, we had the, the first ever Jaggies, the Jaggy Awards, uh, the 10 worst Pittsburgh sports accounts, and joining me now is the author and creator of that list. It's uh, from the Pirate Fan Forum podcast on DK Pittsburgh Sports. Jim Stam, welcome to What Jim's Talking About. Man, uh, I am glad to be here, and uh, yeah, hey, that thing kind of took on a life of its own, didn't it? <laughs> well, how, tell me how long, like, well, how much consideration went into these tweets? How long were you thinking about this? You know, it was one of these things where, like, I cracked a joke a couple days earlier, and then uh, full full credit kind of accidentally goes to um, Alan Saunders of Pittsburgh Sports Now. Um, I made a joke about someone going to have to make the list, the top 10, and he said something like, well, now that you've teased it, you can't not do it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, you know how Twitter works, social media works. Like, sometimes it just kind of, Something happens, it unfolds, you don't even think about it, you weren't meaning to do it. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna do it. I think I'm just gonna get it out there and do kind of a a roast, if you will. And um and so that's how it started. It was totally unplanned. Now I did put a lot of thought into it, I will say that. So um probably more than any sane person should. <laughs> Let's uh, let's go into some of the picks. You know, some of the usual suspects, I'll say, are on here, like, you know, an Andrew Filipponi, of course, or Colin Dunlap from, you know, the so-called fan. But, yeah. uh, you know, then there's some, like, uh, like Steelers takeaways. What, um, you know, how, what did they do to make your top ten? They're number seven on your list. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he didn't appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, let's try to say this as delicately as I can. Like I, I, I like accounts that when I 
see them, follow them, see their things come across my timeline. I want to learn something. I want to be challenged. If it's obvious, if it's nonstop rambling, um, I, that does nothing for me. And it does nothing for the sports talk landscape in, in Pittsburgh. We already have enough of that, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you see some of their follower counts and I'm just like, well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, how, are, how, how is that? And Hey, look, I don't care necessarily about followers. If I did, I never would have did the list because I had no clue how that was going to turn out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and he, and he, he's, uh, never met the guy, but man, he's a bit sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, afterwards kind of pulled a little bit of like the bullying card. I mean, come on now, you know, let's, let's, let's relax a little bit. It, it was, you know, tried to turn it into someone trying to make a name for themselves. Anybody that follows me knows that I just tweet what I want. I tweet what I say. If people like it, I love Pittsburgh. I love sports. I try to add to the conversation. Well, and, uh, you were polite about so, it. You, you didn't, you know, you didn't tag anyone in your posts. You know, you were as, uh, you were as polite as could be for a roast <laughs> list, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I, I thought about tagging and I'm like, you know, um, I think I'll just leave it out there. If people know who they are, they know who they are. Uh, and if people want to go search them out, that's fine. And then I didn't want to reward um, what I thought were poor accounts with people going and checking them out and seeing what they're all about. And uh, so, yeah, I just approached it that way. It felt like it was the best way to do it. Um, he, like I said, he's a little sensitive, so I expected a little pushback there. Well, in the biggest the biggest underdog move on your list since uh, Francisco Cabrera hit off Stan Belinda, you have Blitzberg as number one over Mark Madden. Uh, I you know I myself thought oh well Mark Madden is the obvious number one and probably a lot of fans did, but you surprised everyone. What Blitzberg? Uh, you know they're certainly prolific tweeter out there, but what makes them the number one worst sports account? Well, yeah, that was a plot twist, right? With Madden at number two. Had we known what was going to come out like the next day? Oh, dude, like, you know. But hey, that's why there's movers and shakers next year. I mean, Mark Madden has made a huge leap right now. He's making a strong push after Ric Flair totally emasculated him. So, uh, you know, we got, hey, he might just end up number one. Now, as far as why Blitzburg, uh, Again, it had to do with this is a guy with a lot of followers, and uh, I don't think it necessarily represents uh, the Steeler community all that well um, and, and the good fans of Pittsburgh. Uh, I think they're a little bit fast and loose with some of their sources and facts and where they get things from. And um, on top of it, guy seems like a bit of a bully. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Granted, now, now I'm the bully, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a bully calling a bully, but uh, now I just, you know, so I, I want, I want people to, uh, to follow good accounts, good stealer accounts, good information, people that work really hard in this business. I do have a little bit of a journalism background and sports background. So like that always sticks with me. And I just think that, Hey, just cause you've got followers and you've been doing it longer than other people. I don't know what that thinks that makes you. But it doesn't necessarily make you quality or good. Yeah. Uh, if you had to make a best of list, uh, who, who, like off the top of your head, who might make that cut? Oh, man. 
You know, it's funny because someone actually said that afterwards, like, hey, you know, let's let's run it back. Why don't you do the Yinzies and do a top 10 of a good list? What do you think? I mean, you think that's a good idea? You know, we we uh, on this podcast, we did celebrate some of the best and worst takes of the year, you know, and we we celebrated uh, Rick Fish 412 was our kind of fan of the year account, uh, uh-huh. you know, from from the fan perspective, you know, from a media perspective, uh, we always appreciate Chris Carter. Um, good, 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 smart guy. Good guy. Yeah. You know, um, but as far as, you know, like emotion and. Uh, kind of the divisiveness that seems to be what attracts people on social media. Why? Why? Why do you think that is? You know, that is what is funny, and it's why you see some of the people go down the roads that they do, um, and really go into that kind of heel mode with things. I and mean, we have the perfect example of that here in Pittsburgh. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so, why? Um, you know. It's that old, if it bleeds, it leads thing, I think, from way back in the day with, like, local news. I mean, people just want to watch the train wreck. They want to watch shots being fired, and they want to sit back and, uh, God, I got enough popcorn uh, memes to, uh, <laughs> to to fill up this bedroom right now. So um, as far as good accounts, yeah, like, I think Chris Carter, he, he's an excellent one. I don't know if you know who Hammer and Hank is. Mm-hmm. Um, he he he's the he's really good, and he's just um, he's somebody that's had some. He's got Pittsburgh ties and has actually worked with the Pirates at some point. But now he's just in, enjoying life, tries to be positive. He gives back. Good good guy from a, just a fan perspective. Um, let me think of who else I could put on there. I don't I don't want to give uh, too much away now because I think I am going to do the Yinzies. <laughs> Spread the love, right? You got After to. Some- you got to because there's not enough. You know, we. Uh, I think someone did the stats, and three out of four uh, tweets uh, st- from Steelers fan base are negative, and it's like the fourth worst in the NFL. So. Mm-hmm. For some reason, despite the success of the, you know, we're talking the Steelers, not the Pirates, you know, despite the success of the franchise, it's still one of the most negative fan bases on social media, which is, it's kind of perplexing to me. You would think people would be kind of happy, but uh, that sure doesn't seem to be the case, does it? Just It's just wild. You know, I always think of Philly fans or New York fans as some of the most critical but, you know, just studying social media, which isn't everybody, but, uh, you know, it's certainly right. overwhelmingly negative out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think when you look at it, you look at um, – and that's probably why someone like Blitzberg really does just, just rub me the wrong way is because, first of all, how dare you attack that person? Yeah. If you do, you're met with full vitriol. And it's part of what we are talking about, which is – I mean, people just take it so, so seriously. And uh, I don't know, man, I'm 46. Maybe I don't, maybe I'm a little older and I, it's a younger generation thing and people do take it like it's like it's real life. I just don't see it that way. You yeah. know? Um, well, Hey, before I let you go, I want to, yeah. uh, I want to plug the pod uh, pirates fan yeah. forum, uh, you know, spring training, uh, Buckos are looking like they're playing hardball. So uh, what's in store for this week on your pod? Of course, we're going to be talking about finalizing the roster and maybe even getting some predictions going since the season is going to start. Now, you know, I will I will throw it out there for all these Steeler fans. If you're in the Pittsburgh area 
and you really, really want to test your metal, come be a pirate fan for a little <laughs> bit too. Like get grow some, grow some hair on that chest and uh, get, get, get some thick skin, man. Cause if you can cut it in pirate land, you can you can definitely cut it in steel early. So well, ain't that the truth? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jim, I thank you so much for your time. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, search the hashtag uh, the Jaggies with a you know with a Y. Uh, the top ten worst Pittsburgh sports accounts. Uh, Jim, thanks so much for stopping by today. Hey man, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if you want, give me a follow. It's for the city underscore four one two or at Jim Stam twenty two, and always uh, talking pirates and sports. So just, uh, yeah, appreciate it, dude. All right, man. Take care. Thanks a lot. See ya. All right. Let's okay. let's get to the lightning round here. Uh, we we got about ten minutes left on the clock. Let's uh, let's start with at Reggie Barnes three. This is from Reggie. Mm-hmm. That Steelers draft hat is ugly AF. It, it is. Have you yeah, seen I was going to say, I agree with that 100%. It's, Why can't they give us good merch? Or it's, it's just, I mean, it, it looks like you messed up in your layering. Like you meant yes, to put Pittsburgh yes. above or below the lo- the name Steelers. Instead, you just made this like mess. And you were like, oh man, I hit, I hit rendered? What? No. <laughs> oh, no. And the, the merch is never, you know, it's never quality. They're, they're going to do a train camp hat, mm-hmm. and it's just not, I don't know. Give us something cool. I see, you know, this, the hats that they're signing the players in are pretty cool. It's, okay. it's, I think it says 412, and it's just the cycle. Oh, yeah, yeah, or even just the 1933. Maybe it like says that, that, 1933. That was kind of cool. I mean, it's yeah. just because the thing is, the problem with that Steelers hat, and I'm sure it's going to happen with every single team I look at, it's not the Steelers. It takes me this, like, infinitesimal split second to be like, what team is it? Oh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, okay. The bright yellow. Okay. Because I can't make out the S or the P or the, you know. (laughs) It's ugly. It's Mm -hmm. ugly AF. It's it's pretty bad. Um, Let's go to, oh, uh, this is uh, at D Lolly Mm -hmm. underscore PGH, Dale Lolly. I asked Colbert if Stephon Tewitt is one of the 24 starters. He said Tewitt remains on the roster and would like to have him back, but he considers Chris Wormley a starter due to his experience. This mm-hmm. is uh, this is trending negative in the in the saga of Stefan. Yeah, Tewitt. I guess it's it's always you know like we could have like a power like the Stefan Tewitt power meter each week at because uh, last week it was looking better because he was in the facility exercising. Yeah. At, um, but now Chris Wormley is also a starter, so it's <laughs> you know it, it, this is always going to be the weirdest story. And years from now, someone will write an incredibly detailed article somewhere explaining exactly what happened and when we won't know until then probably. yeah heaven forbid the pittsburgh media gets the story as it happens right now well i think i think just no one will give them the story i don't even blame them i think everyone is as tight-lipped about anything as they've ever been well that's true um let's move on to at blitzberg mike tomlin on overtime i'm a sudden death advocate i'm a traditionalist I don't fear sudden death. Instant new Tomlinism. I don't fear sudden death, and I never have. The the new, I mean, the new to- overtime rule it only affects the postseason. Is mm-hmm. it? It's kind of really, it's kind of really not even a change, is it? I mean, well, two things. One, we, we're, we're making a rule entirely based on one game. Yeah, one yeah. game, and we're changing the rules for that. Fun. Secondly, 
Uh, how much would I don't fear sudden death make a better draft hat than the one we got? <laughs> yes. Just say, I don't fear sudden death and have the hypocycloids on it yes. and the yellow brim with the black hat. We'd have, we'd have bought that already. We'd be wearing them right now as we enjoy a fun and formal conversation. That's right. Behind the steel curtain is selling these uh, Trupitsky <laughs> shirts. No, we need the I don't fear sudden death. Let's get on that uh, BT, B, BTSC yes, merch. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on. Okay, this one, this one. Let's go to at KDKA. Okay. Beginning this season, all 32 clubs must employ a a female or a member of an ethnic or racial minority to serve as an assistant offensive coach. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like an expansion to the uh, to the Rooney rule. Good. Uh, yeah, good, except when you look at the replies, Steeler Nation. Oh, no, oh the replies. Oh, I, I can't imagine. It's... Steeler Nation just, uh, you know, came out of the woodwork. This is what I'm talking about when we're saying, you know, Steelers Nation is the fourth worst fan base on social media. And you're like, what does that even mean? Well, here are some of the, you know, here are, uh, here are some of the replies from... Good old KDKA. Let's see. Uh, I won't even say the names because I don't want to just indignify some of these. Can't wait until the NBA requires a little person on every team. Doesn't say that. We love Pittsburgh PA. Yeah, don't we? Uh, how about, um, you know, it should always be the best candidate, period. We love Steeler Nation. Oh, yeah, we love Steeler Nation. It's like these people aren't going to be qualified. Like, they're just going to get your neighbor off the street to be the uh, this offensive coach, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what, oh, the new, this is the new America. Qualifications not required. Work ethics not required. It's all about checking a box. We love Pittsburgh, PA. Oh, yeah, we do, you know. The well, irony is these are all the same people that said years ago they were going to boycott the NFL. That's, oh, yeah, isn't that right? Yeah. Weren't, weren't, the, yeah, weren't these people supposed to leave us? Come on. Uh, you're right. Let's not even dignify. Well, the thing is, that would have been any fan base of any team, though. I'm not saying yeah. that these people aren't especially terrible, and I'm not saying that, you know, Steelers Nation was shown in any glory in that particular thread, but that would be any fan base of any team, particularly a sport like football. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's That'll so, be the last time that I address it. I, maybe not. I don't know if it the will be. The only question I do have about that I would find interesting, and I'd be curious to hear more about, is why specifically offensive assistant coach? I mean, and not like defensive as well? Or the, you that, know, that, I, that, I'm that just, is curious. I'm just assuming the statistics. I, first of all, hmm. uh, probably... 85% of the teams already qualify for this. You know, oh, yeah, right. Exa- right, exactly. There's that's probably a, only a, a, a really good point. There's probably only a, a small amount of teams that don't meet this qualification Which yet. Which we could probably guess who those teams are. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to guess that it's only offensive because the statistics probably show that it's, that's... It probably skews even worse there in terms of uh, lack of but that's, that's That an makes assumption. a lot of sense. You know, maybe I'll go to uh, bookies.com to find the stats on that, the true stats on that. Um, <laughs> there are indeed department could put that together for us let's let's keep going because we're so we're going long as always Mm -hmm. uh in fact let's just uh let's just get to the final one here because uh it's at mercy nhl steve Mm -hmm. mears tribute to big ben tonight in pittsburgh they uh they brought out the the seven jerseys Mm -hmm. uh penguins wore them during the warm-up is that it can as a fan can i can i rock a Roethlisberger Penn's jersey? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you can buy one, but it's you'd have to go through that whole process of like, you know, paying for the name, paying for like it was like like you were going to get Christ on it. Like I'm sure you'd have to do that. I don't know because I, I'm sure as the Penguins do with a lot of other their warm up jerseys, they'll auction those off. Like they wore special ones oh. for St. Patrick's Day. They wore special ones for like uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. They do things like that. So they do auction off the warm up jerseys that they never play. And so my if, mom and aunt were at the game last night. We were talking. You about You said it. there was a coward tribute. Yeah. 
Coward, that's what people were doing. Coward posed, sent a video in that they showed on the big screen. I didn't actually get what it, I forgot to ask. I was meant to call my mother and ask about it, what it said. But I did hear that Coward left a video for Roethlisberger, which again is interesting because in the 2009 Eastern Conference Finals, Coward was the guy to crank the um, uh, storm warning hurricane for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes oh. in game three. Oh, when the that's Penguins right. went down and uh, uh, won. But I think the Pens won that like five to one. That was a very different Hurricane team than the one the penguins uh, fight with now but yeah it's tough i'd be talking more about this i feel bad the pens lost that game especially against a team they're probably going to see in the first round rangers but, uh, have us or, or right? have our well, number it's, 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 i mean it's still the playoffs and we'll see what Shostarkin can do in a round i mean it's not to make this what are yen slip sliding about or whatever <laughs> i mean i could do that about this game all day but uh but yeah it um you know and i guess ben pretend like pump fake with the puck for the drop basically too and, yeah i um, think the crowd went uh Heath. I think when- <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh you know more the the ben victory tour hopefully we'll see him at the uh at the pirate game maybe one one game this season then yeah if he has literally nothing better to do <laughs> he was a pens fan he supported the the pens though for many years oh yeah yeah i mean it wasn't he wasn't like casey hampton that like went to the outdoor thing with like a cooler and like those lounge chairs that would sit in the front <laughs> Like it's or, or or that great clip if you can find it someday when Heinz Ward went to a Penguin game, sat in the front row and got so drunk, and then uh, I still did a TV interview and they asked him about Sidney Crosby and he said that that he and he said what do you think of Sidney Crosby? He said he's the Ben Roethlisberger of football. <laughs> hey, sounds <laughs> sounds right to me. No arguments for me. All right, we uh, we're we're just let's get out of here. All um, right, we're we're here every week on Behind the Steel Curtain Podcast Network. Listen to all the the podcasts. There's a lot of good dudes uh, yes. on here doing good work, like yes. uh, you know, like Jeff Hartman or uh, Jeffrey Benedict or uh, you know Tony Defio. They're they're you know Behind the Steel Curtain. Rate us and give a review. There you and, go. And say say what Jin's talking about sent you or something. That so we know that you're listening because otherwise I don't know we don't yeah, know who's it's listening. It's just us having an informal conversation of fun <laughs> together. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Kyle Christ. Greg, where are you at? At Greg Benevent. B is in boy. E N E V is in Victor. E N T. Instagram and Twitter. If you're uh, if you're in Burbank, come see come watch us do comedy. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll see you next week. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.